So welcome back. Uh, today we're going to kind of delve into um, herd, herd um, mentality and how that is uh, damaging our society, kind of the origins of herd mentality, um, why it's become such a big issue in uh in today's world and just a a mess <laughs> gonna be bashing on it a bit um so today we're welcoming uh caleb horrocks i used to go to high Hello. school with him he's uh since um and went to a, a different school than i am now so uh caleb why don't you introduce yourself real quick mm. Thank you, Robertson. I'm, I'm Caleb Borox, a former captain on the Evanston High School speech and debate team and the host of another podcast, A Funny Sh- You Should Ask Caleb Borox. I'm happy to be here today. Uh, I am so glad uh, <laughs> that, you have, that you've agreed uh, because uh, I really, I don't want it to just be like my views because I don't want to be like indoctrinating people. And in, you generally tend to have like the opposite view that I do um, yeah. when it comes to politics. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this um, a lot. So uh, just to just to kind of start us off, right? Um, it, herd mentality is something that I don't think people kind of bring up a lot. Um, and it's surprising to me because it's so common in our society right um i think generally what people tend to hear more is like mob mentality but that's like it's really negative right mob mentality is like herd mentality but on roids seriously like (laughs) honest like i mean herd mentality is president trump can do no wrong mob mentality is Storm the United States Capitol. Let's break some stuff. Try and steal uh, Nancy Pelosi's speaking lectern. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's really the yeah. Um, and and there so, are reasons that people don't like the words mob and mentality in the same sentence in that order. Yeah, yeah, they really don't. Um, but. I mean, it goes by a lot of different names. We've got like, we've got pack mentality and gang mentality. And, and basically the entire gist of it is it's, it's, a, it's just a small, short term for like how people are inclined to align their values and adopt certain behaviors based off of what other people are doing rather than what is logical or what they think right and i'm and and i personally think that that high school as a whole is just a perfect example of herd mentality because you've got the vast majority of people aligning themselves into this like social hierarchy right that is is really ridiculous because it's like the the most annoying people are placed at the top like why and it's simply because of of herd mentality, right? They're the most irritating, stupid people at the top because that's what we've decided as a collective group 
unofficially that that's who the top people are and they end up being the people who do the least in life and so i i I find that really um i find that really funny um but largely right and and i think you you might agree you might disagree i have no clue but largely um herd mentality within high school is in in comparison with other instances of herd mentality that we've seen um largely harmless right yeah um you know for the most part um bullying is the kids that are depressed and the kids that like commit suicide and that's horrible um but it it's not as often right Otherwise, we'd see, like, these massive changes, right? People would be sprinting away from herd mentality um, because it would be causing so many issues. But it's really... It's, right. Uh, right. Uh, right. But, you know, we I think... Foundations, right? Yeah. In, in high school. And then it, it just keeps building and building and building until you've got grown adults that are U.S. capital, Right. Right. And, you know, the, the storming of the U.S. Capitol is not it's it's a bad thing, but like, unfortunately, it's not all too uncommon. It's just a more extreme side effect. Yeah. We're talking about I think in high school, herd mentality is often, you know, associated with just making sure that you're on top of the social hierarchy which Mm -hmm. there can only be one person on top of each social hierarchy like there aren't ties when there are ties it gets socially bloody yeah what i call it you've got like Um, smearing happening and (laughs) yeah i think that there's herd mentality that can do good for people and that can do bad for Mm -hmm. people yeah i like to look at this like religion it's very herd mentality and to a point it's good it's good to have that social aspect because humans are both very very social creatures Mm -hmm. uh the problem arises when you've got extremists yeah like the fringe islamic groups that commit terrorist attacks they don't represent the vast majority (laughs) of muslim culture but they do represent most of what the Western world sees of Muslim culture, because in addition to being extremists, they're also the most open about what they believe. They're the most out there. They're yeah. the most obvious example. And, and, I, and I find that interesting. That's actually, uh, that's one of the reasons that I don't want it I don't want everything on this podcast to be just me, right? Because um, you, <laughs> half the time, right, these I- extremist groups are going off of what someone said that was not meant to be violent, right? Like, Malcolm X wasn't overly violent. There were so many leaders in muslim culture that were saying like hey guys let's all be buddies and then you know these extremist groups take those out of text and they're like let's kill the americans um, 
Uh, to be fair, with the killing Americans thing, I, I don't condone it. Obviously, I am an American. <laughs> I live in the United States. I have never been outside of the country. But a lot of times, another thing that I think gets the mob mentality is this idea of the victim complex. Mm-hmm. People are, by definition, animals, like by the scientific mm-hmm. definition. And we are very advanced animals, and we should know better. But a lot of times, we still have instinct. There's that fight-or-flight response. Mm -hmm. When you get, say, a mountain lion into a corner, it's going to fight like hell trying to get out of that. Mm -hmm. And humans are just the same. If you get someone... And they feel like a caged animal. They're going to lash out. If you get, say, a group of people who believe that the institutions and the status quo have screwed them over economically and socially, if they believe that the um, media and big tech are out to censor them, and if they truly believe that a free and fair election was not free and fair, then at that point, if you look at it from that, if they truly believe all of that, then it becomes clear that their duty to themselves and to the rest of the people who believe what they believe Mm -hmm. is to take action, to do something drastic. Yeah, protect against... You and I, looking... (laughs) from outside in mm-hmm. don't understand it we don't understand why someone would storm the capital but um, i think it was hank green made a good point last week when he said that if you truly believe that the election was stolen from you and it, it it's your duty to make sure that the certification is delayed for mm-hmm. as long as possible and that's kind of the sobering thing is a lot of times i don't think that herd mentality is logical they follow one person pretty much blindly whereas a person by themselves while not always rational isn't going to just be dictated by one person i think that Mm -hmm. on the other side on the left side of politics there's also a lot of herd mentality like The thing that bothers me about modern-day American politics is if you are a Democrat, no Democrat can ever do anything wrong. And if you are a Republican, Republicans can do something wrong in that what they do wrong is telling other members of Republican leadership what they have done wrong. (laughs) It's it's ridiculous. I think – that we should be able to say, hey, that, that's not cool. We don't like that. I voted for this person not because I believe them to be perfect. I mean, I personally voted for Biden-Harris in this last election. Mm-hmm. Do I think they're perfect? Absolutely not. Do I think they're close to perfect? Absolutely not. In fact, our vice president-elect Kamala Harris is not my favorite person and i don't like that every liberal or democrat out there thinks that we have to swear by them that we have to always uphold what they do we don't 
we have freedom of speech for a reason, and it is a good thing to call out politicians who believe some of the same things you do, who disappoint you. It's a good thing for yeah. someone like Mitt Romney to, out of conscience, vote to convict the president in the last impeachment, which mm-hmm. is funny that we're talking about a second impeachment, but we don't have to go there. Yeah, that, that yeah. Anyways, back to the point. Yeah. It, it's important in our democracy that someone like Liz Cheney can vote to impeach the president of the United States out of conscience without fear of repercussions. And what we see right now is that's not happening. And I think this is a bigger symptom of this herd mentality that's mm-hmm. begun to transform into mob mentality. This idea that you cannot, that as a Democrat, you cannot like Republicans and you have to like all Democrats or that as a Republican, you mm-hmm. cannot have respect for any liberal or believe anything that they say. You have to watch Fox News. You have to protest against every other form of media. It, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, come on, guys. We're all supposed to be countrymen. Let's act like it. Let's act like we're all fighting for the common good and just have different ideas about how to do that rather than making the other half of American society. Because remember, even though Biden-Harris won by 7 million votes, the margin wasn't more than like 2 or 3% of the yeah. more people voted yeah. for the blue side than the red side. And we see that in the Senate. It's 50-50. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really um, interesting to me how this herd mentality has resulted in um, this this us and them complex, right? And and I've I've talked about this a lot with a lot of different people, um, but in recent years. Because I've I've seen this right in recent years. Because I'm not I'm not gonna say back in the olden days this didn't happen because I wasn't there so I couldn't have known. But in more recent years, I think that you'll agree we've seen a massive increase in this differentiating between us and them. Right. So the liberals are are us and. The Republicans are them, and the Republicans are us, and the liberals are them, right? And we've, and due to this like us and them complex that we've made, instead of seeing each other as human, we see the other party as like subhuman, right? And, and don't even, don't even get me started on centrists. Everyone hates them, right? Everyone yeah, just burger flipping idiots, you know? This you know, is a tangent. Opinions. That's that's what I've heard on so many different occasions, right? Because like I'll tell people, like, hey, I'm a centrist. I generally tend to lean Republican, um, because I just I I stand with those economic policies more, right? And they'll be right. like, oh, so you don't have opinions? Like, that's, no, that's not what that means. It means that there I are some centrists who are centrist because they are uneducated. What I like to hear is centrists that are centrist because they're educated and because they watch Fox News and CNN, which 
let's be honest, are two of the worst news organizations in the United States. They're so slanted. They, they're so slanted. They don't even try to say that they're not. Right? Yeah. So they're not I've anymore. I've watched both of those and both of them have on occasion made me pretty pleasantly surprised with the, with their reporting for about one story. Like, with Fox News, I really like uh, Chris Wallace. He's a genuinely good reporter. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's doing, and his biases do not get in the way of actual factual content. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd point to his uh, Fox News Sunday's interview with President Trump over the summer. Or it might have been April or May. I don't remember quite when it was. But he was not going to be pushed around by the president where a lot of Fox News anchors are pretty in line with President Trump and he can do no wrong. And Republican senators and representatives can only do wrong if they are not fully with their president, which I think is wrong. Uh, Something that I'm sure happened during the Obama presidency was that CNN refused to report on any of the numerous, frankly, atrocities that were being committed by the Obama administration in the Middle East, like drone strikes, the bombing of innocent civilians, yeah, all of these things that are, to put it in layman's terms, totally uncool. <laughs> Not hot diggity. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, kind of lame, man. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I think that herd mentality, women and children, just, eh, not super great, I guess. <laughs> uh, that's the understatement of the <laughs> decade. No, man, it's been what a year and fourteen days. Seriously, of this decade, and already. It has almost destroyed American democracy on so many occasions. Like, I don't, I don't, I just don't even have words to describe it. Anyways, going back to herd mentality. Um, herd mentality is not a new problem. This us versus them, unfortunately, is not a new issue in America. It's spread more. With the advent of social media and far right and far left platforms, far right being stuff like Parler and far left being, according to the Republican Party, literally everything else. Um, but I think that it, it's easier to spread conspiracy theories. I mean, you go on Reddit and if you go to certain subreddits, there's some really dark stuff. Some pretty insane stuff, like people are so wrapped up in conspiracy theories that they don't understand it. But over the summer, they did a study, and a lot of people that subscribe to stuff like uh, QAnon and other assorted conspiracy theories like that, Mm -hmm. it comes out of loneliness and a sense of isolation, which has been worsened throughout this COVID-19 pandemic. Mm. And so I think that it's easier to 
become a herd when you are lonely beforehand. And I, I think that's the scary thing is that as people get more isolated with these groups of people that are just echo chambers, mm-hmm. places for them to say things and be completely unopposed. I think that the the mob mentality is just going to get worse mm-hmm. unless we can break people free of things like QAnon, white yeah. supremacy, and these various extremist fringe groups that are continuing to get bigger and come more into the public eye. And the thing that I'm scared about is that eventually they're not going to be on the fringes. They're going to be largely mainstream. Yeah. And that's because as the us versus them mentality increases, relationships with people across the aisle are going to dissolve, be completely ruined. Friendships that have been had for years are going to be ruined because of something as simple and as stupid as a political disagreement. Because at the end of the day, politics is just that. It's politics. It's just argument. No no person is perfect. Yeah. And it's time that we stop pretending that they are. Yeah. I was uh I was <laughs> I was talking to my mom the other day, right? And uh and she was talking about these uh these coworkers that she has. Um and they're they're always talking about uh, politics right instead of like actually doing work which i find entertaining um they're always talking about politics and she and she tells me some of the things that they say and uh i think it was last night actually she told me that one of them had said that all of the people and, and i'm pretty much quoting this verbatim all of the people that stormed the capitol were white supremacists. That's and I was like, how? Do you not realize how many black people were there? Right? They're white supremacists too. <laughs> I, I don't think like, that there were as many black people as you there think. There probably weren't that many black people, but there's still black people there. So you're saying all of these people, right? These, these like several hundred i don't know how many people were there right there's a lot all of those people you're just going to assume that they're white supremacists like that's ridiculous <laughs> oh yeah you know all 15 million people that stormed the capital were there i i mean there is the numbers but the, substantial all of them ed- men right like, <laughs> right it's ridiculous to say that but you've got these people that are just listening to everything they're told and are spreading hearsay as fact and it's ridiculous and 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 people always give trump like crap for saying for calling out fake news it's very present in our society there's a lot of fake Although, news on both sides. I don't think that he's calling out the right fake he's news. Not, and that's that's 
like takes away from his argument of there's fake news in our society is that he's calling out the wrong stuff as fake. If he called out the right stuff, like people saying that all the people that stormed the White House or that stormed the Capitol were white supremacists. If he called that out, like this is ridiculous because I've heard that from multiple people, right? Like that's total bullcrap to assume that that huge group of people are white supremacists, right? But you've got this this spreading around and you've got it spreading around social medias and you've got it spreading around just you know conversations between people and it's just i i actually talk about this in my oratory um you know the more access people have to social media right uh the more connections mm-hmm. are available which means that you have more ability to spread what your conspiracy theory is as right. fact to um, other people, right? And and it yeah. kind of goes back to what you were saying about how the more isolated people feel, the more likely they are to succumb to this herd mentality, right? Um, and so we see people with a ton of connections that are feeling incredibly isolated, right? Not only because of COVID, just because of the effects of social media, right? We see influencers on Instagram with over like 10 million followers, but like there's no possible way to to stay connected with like 400 people. But we can't right. measure up to that standard, right? And so people are feeling more isolated because of that and they're feeling more isolated because of COVID. And so this has just made this like brewing pot for all of this this hearsay to be spread around the states as fact you know there's the there's the the republican saying of libtards right the libtard (laughs) (laughs) and and there's um liberals that are going around saying um that that um Republicans are just so traumatized by our last economic collapse in 2008 that they just, that they're acting out now is due to that trauma. They're just sick. They're sick. Right? And you're like, I th- I, that's ridiculous. I mean, I was four in 2008 and I still think half the crap that happens in our government is ridiculous. I have no trauma from the 2008 economic collapse. I can still act out. I can still say this is stupid. If I believed that the election was stolen, I could still go to the White House or the Capitol and be like... You probably couldn't now because (laughs) they... uh... The, the National Guard is there. There's like 15,000 of them, and they've <laughs> closed everything for the inauguration, yeah. which means that the crowds are not going to be very large. Yeah. I don't think we want large crowds, though. <laughs> no. See, the way I see it, I I do tend to lean toward – I'm looking at pictures of the Capitol Hill riot, and I'm not seeing any – African-American people, mm-hmm. most of these people are 
all of the people in the photos that I'm looking at are white. I, I would stay away from saying that every single person is a white supremacist, though. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. The difference between there are white – there were many white supremacist groups there. The Proud Boys, uh, there were people wearing Camp Auschwitz shirts. Some horrible, horrible things genuinely did occur at this rally-turned-riot. Yeah. However, I I think that a lot of times the most fringe groups on both sides are very uneducated. Mm-hmm. And the thing about the right is that for the most part, I think in our nation, we see a lot more willingness to do counter-protesting do riots on groups such as the Proud Boys, mm-hmm. right? I am guaranteeing that there are some militia groups on the left. Antifa, mm-hmm. I'm going to stress here, is not one of them because Antifa is not a real group of people. Yeah. There are no chapters of it. <laughs> it does not, it's not an organization. Yeah. It's not real. I I will say also that like Black Lives Matter has done some things that I don't think are very cool. But I also, while supporting the protests, most of which were peaceful over the summer, I anyone who would be willing to break into anything, whether it be the nation's capital or a target, is on my bad list. Like, yeah, they're they're criminals. They're criminals. Right. Right, you're private property. Now, you're a criminal. I think that there are genuinely some circumstances where breaking the law is acceptable. But if you're going to riot, if you're going to riot, do it in a way that is productive. Right? Right. Don't invade a target. If you're going to protest against something that happened, you better well be writing letters you better well be staging sit-ins with groups instead of breaking down private property of a lot of the time the sad part is that a lot of black businesses were harmed by those fringe groups of black lives matter rioters the vast majority of the businesses that were hurt that were like legitimately hurt by the riots from the fringe groups of BLM were black owned businesses, right? Everything right. else they hit was like Target and Nordstrom Rack and Walmarts, right? That it doesn't matter if they lose a couple stores, right? They're multi-billion and, and, dollar companies. And the like, thing is about that. For me. Over the summer, there was a protest here in Evanston, mm-hmm. and I was standing at the door, and I had a manager come up to me, give me a radio, and say, if there is a group of people that starts coming up to to here, you radio us, the management will come to the front, and we'll put you guys in the back where it's safe. And, like, that that's terrifying for an 18-year-old kid. <laughs> like, I'm with that group of protesters. I am all for Black Lives Matter. But when you're putting some of your own supporters in danger, when you are damaging black businesses because you're mad at white people and white cops and bad bad cops, you're not doing it right. 
right? Like, I, I, I'm as upset about as anyone about what happened over the summer about what happened with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and all sorts of other people that have been unlawfully killed by police officers. And I think that that needs to be a conversation, but a lot of times peaceful protests that impede streets and impede people from being able to do things, make them pay attention more in a healthier way than breaking businesses because if i was a small business owner and my business got trashed you had better bet your bottom dollar that i am mad and i'm going to be mad at the protesters it's right breaking things is not going to go the way you think rioting right just takes away from what you're trying to say right and people don't realize how much damage that does to their cause rather than help right you're breaking down a black business and you've got the media saying well they obviously have no self-control right right like they can't control themselves to keep themselves from destroying the people that they're trying to help now i will point um back in the 60s during the civil rights movement that was their last ditch effort and i think that that is a lot more acceptable in my eyes than mm-hmm. these pro than these riots were. Now, what happened in the '60s was totally. I think I personally think that what happened in the '60s was a lot easier to justify than what has happened in recent years. I mean, in the '60s. I mean, with the with the riots that the Chicago Seven started, um, largely by accident, right? Um, it, it was started because the the one kid got himself beat, and then one of the Chicago Seven was like, "Yo, Mister Cop, people don't do that." And then the cops were like, "Well, I guess we'll beat you up too." And then they got the rest of the Chicago Seven were like, "This is ridiculous." And then, um, oh gosh, I, I can't remember exactly who it was, but one of them said to another guy, like, hey, you need to calm down the crowd out there, right? Right. And, and, and he went out and he went to talk to them and he said, if blood is going to run through, if, if blood is going to run, let it run through the city, right? right. And, and it, the people took that as, let's go break crap, right? <laughs> there's another what he was trying to say and and he had a lot of issues with this um but what he was trying to say if is if our blood is going to run run let it run through the city he was saying let's take this out of this park right let's go protest let's go show these people if we're going to get killed anyways let's go and get killed in public where the news cameras are going to see us where everyone is going to see us right that's what he was trying to say and he accidentally started a riot right (laughs) Uh, and that's terrible that's terrible you don't want to start a riot but it's a lot easier to justify when you understand what happened right 
Right. Like, when you know the situation, when you know what occurred, you know, it's a lot easier to justify. He wasn't trying to start a riot. He wasn't trying to, like, tell people to burn Chicago to the ground, right? (laughs) But he was trying to say, listen, we need to stand up for ourselves. We need to show the world what's happening. And I think that that's the basis of BLM, right? Is we need to show the world what's happening. We need, if, if our blood is going to run, let it flow through the city. Let's show people in the most visible areas whatsoever what is going on. And that's an example of how good herd mentality can be because that's when you've got people working together. You've got these huge gatherings of people coming together to protest this horrible, horrible thing that happened, right? Right. Millions of people joining together. You've got Republicans joining with the liberals, right? You've got cops joining in these protests. You've got the cops kneeling with protesters right and saying yeah this is terrible it should have never happened right and that's that's a a benefit of of herd mentality but we see we see once these things start getting violent then herd mentality takes this terrible negative down spiral right into everyone's like oh we are destroying crap now right yeah. Um one more thing. And then, you know, we're we're hit we're getting close to 40 minutes. Yeah. Might be time to <laughs> Yeah. I've been talking a lot. But anyways, um I think the last thing that I'm going to say is just I think that a lot of times it's easy to put us and them on everyone. Mm. But the fact is everyone is a victim of herd mentality in some way. And there are a lot of examples of people who have broken out of it. And, you know, kudos to them. Yeah. I think a lot of times something that I'll say about the protesters in the, the rioters during the Black Lives Matter protests is that a lot of times that came out of a sense of desperation not knowing what else to do. And I think an important step in using herd mentality for the greater good now is that we need to teach people how to better use their voices. Destroying things is a last resort. And if people now feel that they are on their last resort, that is a problem with all of us that is a failure on the part of society Mm -hmm. i would also say that you know don't riot unless you are completely sure that it is your last resort if it's not if you are just angry talk to your senators talk to your representatives get something changed And until more people start talking to not just their Democratic representatives, but really show their Republican senators and representatives that, yes, this is what we want to occur, until the reallocation of funding from police to mental health 
which I don't think defund the, the police is a very good slogan. It's very inflammatory. They, it's, it's a very bad plan. I mean, Camden, New Jersey, defunded their police a few years ago. And they were like, if we defund the police, then like crime rates should go down because people will start acting, stop acting out against the police. I don't know whose bright well, idea that was, but it was a catastrophic failure. Well, here's right? the thing. I well, mean, I'm, I jumped like 200% right. in Camden, New Jersey. And they were like, whoa, that was a bad idea. And so they rebuilt their police force, right? They rebuilt, See, they redesigned it so that it worked better. And their crime rates dropped dramatically. I mean, Camden, New Jersey is honestly probably one of the safest cities in the entire U.S., Right. See, what I would say, what I was getting at is like defund the police, the police for what a lot of people believe is the meaning behind defund the police. Defund the police is not good marketing Mm -hmm. to to reallocate some funding to mental health, to social work, to really get that out there. That that's a reasonable request. But to say defund the police automatically in any uneducated in like any person who is uneducated in that slogan is going to think, oh, they want to get rid of policing altogether. That's not a good idea. That's not what most people want. And so defund the police is a bad slogan. Yeah, I, because then you lose all, most of the support, right? Yeah. Black people want policing mexican people want policing white they people just want, want it to be better to be protected right so yeah change policing yes good idea i love require it. I, more training require I, people to really have empathy training yes but to get rid of policing altogether no it's a terrible idea oh my gosh like, like the people that you're trying to help that you're trying to protect from bad cops are going to get hurt when eventually there are no cops and they they need police support yeah anyways are you going to call right ghostbusters if, if you lose the police force oh man who do you call when someone breaks into your house who ghostbusters. do you call when your car is stolen who ghostbusters do you call? <laughs> in all of those situations right? you call the ghostbusters a ghost but did it potentially they're also considered policing who knows no because they're yeah, not real they're ghost police they're ghost police <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah well i think that was a good chat yeah all right, I'm going to let you go because we, we've uh, exceeded the, the, the time that I'm trying to get on these podcasts. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think that what we really need to realize is that herd mentality only goes as far being positive as when we're helping each other. And when we start using herd mentality to bring each other down, that's when it starts to, to damage our society. That's yeah. when we start to fail as people. I'd also right? add, as soon as herd mentality 
takes any of our freedom of choice away, it's become dangerous. As yeah, soon it's... as we are moving into the realm of the uneducated, herd mentality has gone too far. Yeah. Educate yourselves, do your own research, the end. <laughs> yeah, do your own research, learn stuff, stay in school. That's pretty helpful sometimes. Watch um, all the news, except for like Breitbart or the Daily Wire. Sorry, Ben Shapiro. I don't love you. Yeah, Anyways. just make sure that you're getting that, that wide range of, mm -hmm. of opinions, of news. Like, Because all news is slanted, right? It's impossible to not slant something unless you're just giving someone a bulleted list of facts Right, and even that can be slanted. Fact. Right, Bush did uh, nine. Wait, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, you you need to get a wide range of opinion of news of mm -hmm. all of that. And we're and now that, at forty five and a half minutes. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. That's when you start to break the bonds of of conformity and uh, herd mentality, right? You just yep. need to travel, get your brain bigger, learn more. Um, so yeah, that's my challenge <laughs> for this, for until the next podcast is just to learn more, right? And, and to, keep doing that even after i post the next podcast because that's kind of ridiculous to be like up until the next podcast um, but yeah just just keep doing that learning keep uh, following through and exploring more ideas because that's that's when we start to mm -hmm. fight hate right yep that's how we fight hate and, and, and ignorance is through that um so yeah that's gonna conclude this episode um, thanks, Caleb, for joining us today. Anytime. Um, I look forward to having you on future episodes. Yeah, I look forward See to you. it. That was fun. See ya.